Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Have a happy listen. Beautiful, Chris. Amazing, fantastic job, as always. Gracias, my amigo. <laughs> uh, and if you listen to the show, you typically hear Chris, Mike, James. But um, hello, there's a little something different about this episode. Oh, can I can I volunteer a guess? Something weird is in the room. The sound of bird song in the background because spring has sprung. <laughs> well, Mike. <laughs> Oh, great! Something's point. hatched in the spring egg. <laughs> oh no! It's, it's a, a baby, smoking baby with a mustache. <laughs> it's Aaron oh, Reed, it's everybody. Ba- it's baby Aaron Reed. I stay up late. Oh, you do already? <laughs> so many worries. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. be worried, baby Aaron Reed. You've got nothing to fear here. You're My- among friends, Michael. Pick up the baby and let him suckle you, for Christ's sake. Okay, okay, get off my back. Yeah, you have to bond with the damn thing. His <laughs> <laughs> teeth are too sharp. <laughs> and you the got smoke a is perfect, getting in- healthy, young baby, smoking, worried boy. <laughs> <laughs> On your way. <laughs> now get out of the hospital, quick. Find him a job. Yeah. <laughs> now we've been joking. Quick, but- get out of the hospital. I'm horny. I need to jack off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and my usual spots are all used up. <laughs> yeah, everyone's giving birth at exa- the exact same moment. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost my keys for the utility closets. <laughs> Let me in. God damn it. Oh, God, my boner's going to waste. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts when it fades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm losing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but for most men's boners, it hurts as it <laughs> if it doesn't get used, it, as it uh, slinks back into its sack. Yeah. Have Anyways, you, Aaron guys, Reed is here. All right, I have a question. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. You ever wake up in the middle of the night? Oh, you got to pee, you know? Fuck. A- and you got a damn boner. Yeah. And then you, what the hell do you do? I, sit, I, I literally sit on the toilet and force my penis down. <laughs> It, yes, it, it sucks. Wait, you know what I? Wait, hold on, back up a second. <laughs> well, what do you do, Mike? I know you said you had to pee, but then you said you sat, you sit down on the toilet. To Mike, force when you. I have a boner, a pee boner in the middle of the night, Mike. No, but wait, you have to pee. Why do you sit? <laughs> you sit because if pee. I pee with a boner standing, wait, it will do your go all over point the down? crazy. No, your boners point down or up? No, this up. Is, we just this is like the second minute of the, this episode. But I'm saying heavy boners. When point you're down. in that situation, heavy I guess boner. I could stand and force it down, but it feels easier to sit yeah. and like use your hand to kind of push it down. <laughs> no, well, I don't do down. that. I don't do that. So you stand and push it down. Well, it would go all over the. I used damn to bathroom. stand and like sort of do like you know the the arc you do with your back and your buttocks when you're lifting like a kettlebell. Yeah, oh, I yeah. kind of do, do that. I ever, yeah, and then aim the boner. This is disgusting. Well, you know, <laughs> no, but here's what I do. But though. I also opened it with the doctors needing to jack up. That's where, after, yeah. But no, but yeah. I can just, I just say one thing? Yeah, absolutely. I built a I built a contraption in my bathroom that you can have sex with, <laughs> mm. but it's also a receptacle for pee That's instead of awesome. That's it sounds like a lot of work. Mine is a very back to basics <laughs> technique. Pee boner. I just I lie on my back in bed and just piss all over the bed. <laughs> But Michael, you barely uh, let Aaron talk, and this is the fucking style. episode we Fountain bring him into. Style. No, I like it. 
Well, hey, I jumped, to in, it. I jumped in pretty hot on the Dr. Jerkoff riff. You, you did, and it was amazing. And you made a huge choice to be a baby off the top. <laughs> yeah. You came from an egg. Really? A lot has happened to me, and I'm happy about it. The egg is yeah. smoking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, yeah, Mork and Mindy origin story. Yeah. Well, Mike, in honor of you, next time it happens... <laughs> I, I will stand and try it that way. Well, I just fear that my pee will spray all over the toilet. No, I mean, what you do in is honor you have of to... me. Mike pisses on himself in the bed. Okay, in honor of well, he took objection to me. I just sitting. don't understand why you involved. He did. Why would you involve you guys having are a... become Siskel and Ebert over here? <laughs> well, every well said. Let me just say, why would you involve having to squish yourself under a seat? For because no reason. Well, I you give could... sitting with a and peeing with a boner two thumbs down. <laughs> because if you're standing, it's true. It, you're going to aim it standing far away from it. Or yeah. whereas if you're sitting, it's yeah. already kind of like in the bowl, and you can sort of force it in the yeah, bowl. I see. If and you're it, standing, how the hell are you going to force? You don't plus, even know where it's going to spray. You to. just manipulate. I, I'm with Mike on this one. Fair. You just. Look, do you want me to show you? I'm not you? saying it's weird to stand. Like I just don't this, think it's weird to sit. And you aim it into the that's, toilet. That's what I do. But, but you, you sit and then aim it back. <laughs> no, no, I basically squat. But I'm the toilet's here. I'm, I'm standing. I'm, I'm with like, James. Oh, okay, I'm standing, sort of squatting. Thank oh, you. So you're like I this. sit. Okay, I basically sit. I'm maybe you go like this, and no one listening can see what I'm doing. I I I, 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 I sit, maybe raise a little bit, and do that. Okay, Which I don't right. even really okay, do that. That's a little bit like I what thought I you do, were sitting you're down facing on a the different seat angle. completely and having to. I do that to squish. Well, but Aaron really. does it, so he's do living it. bloody proof. What do you do? Sit down with the boner and you push it, point it downwards. I mean, I've definitely done mm-hmm. that too because okay. the amount that you have to use your pelvis muscles to push out. Your piss. Yes. <laughs> it requires a lot of energy, in my opinion. And exactly what James <laughs> is lot saying. Of if you stand and do it, but I get what you're saying. No, but-, but I will say one qualifier here. I do, and it's usually like 3 a.m. or 5 a.m. or something. Oh, yeah. I do, the way I do it, I do also piss all over the fucking bathroom. <laughs> yeah. All over my kids' toothbrushes, (laughs) extra rolls of toilet paper, Archie comics. That is what I'm trying to avoid. (laughs) And, And Michael, yours is carefree. Yeah, Mike's just pissing all over. I'm lying uh, down. I get. I don't have to get up. I get some extra sleep. Well, Mike, we should w- tell Aaron. He doesn't know this, but your apartment is basically like a one-room mental asylum where it's just one mattress, no sheets, no pillow, no yeah. furniture, no yeah. p- pictures on the wall. This is the word I painted the word prison on the wall. <laughs> yeah, he likes yeah. to keep it really real. Yeah, just to remind yourself what it's like. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the worst when you go pee. He also hires a man to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> to beat my ass It's the worst when you go pee And you're not really thinking about it And then you go I just freaking pissed everywhere Like what yeah. you were just joking about yeah. You go what the hell did I just do and yeah. Then you, then you got to take two minutes and wipe everything up You're going this is disgusting I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm a pig we're yeah, but then you, That all of us are disgusting piss monsters <laughs> But then you go Oh I know why I pissed all over the place it's because I was daydreaming of a great idea. <laughs> you know what happened to me? Not to humble brag here. I did a day on a TV show. Oh. You know, and you know you're in costume, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And. Oh, yeah. Like, you had a drip on the costume? Oh, no, but I was so close. And, it was, and it, was, it was like, you know, while filming too. Like, guys, can I just go to the pee really quick? No problem. I run and pee. As I'm peeing, I'm not really looking. I'm like. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. This is the kind of pee 
That's going everywhere. There's an 80% <laughs> chance I got drips all the way down these khakis. Ooh, khakis. Because you're I, trying to be quick and you ran away from yes, the toilet. Yes, And I looked down and I thanked God it didn't drip. Because what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Anyone who's listening... Uh, who's like? Imagine an alien listening to this. They think that a man pissing is like some unsolvable riddle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Though, read any biography by Marlon Brando, yeah, yep. um, Jack Nicholson, Brad Pitt, <laughs> even Jeremy Strong. Now, yeah, uh, they all have solutions to the drip on set. They all have to deal with it. Aaron, you know what I'm talking about, drip-wise? Oh, I know about that. Well, that's why I wear dark jeans. Smart. Black jeans all the time. I could pull up my pants mid-piss. No one would be <laughs> able to tell. Well, we can smell it. Yeah, you can smell a faint, what, popcorn butter smell? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a pair of gray pants for a while. Yeah. And before shows, I would always get... It would happen to me. I would get a dot. And you have to soak all the whole pants. So yeah, just to make it uniform. It's the worst <laughs> feeling ever. You like a paper towel pants. Anybody <laughs> noticing this knows what that is. Anyone who's listening who has owns a penis, khakis. Am I right? That's what it was fucking filming with. Fuck. Like that's a nightmare. You were filming some sort of period piece where men wore khakis. <laughs> That'd be so stressful to be in an army, though, right? Because all, all your soldier buddies would be able to tell. That, that'd be the most stressful part of being at war. Is that your soldier yeah. buddies would see a, a little drip of uh, well? Piss. So many soldiers got their heads blown off by worrying about the dot on their crotch. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh no, look, I peed on my pants," and then they get, "Oh no, there's mustard gas coming towards our um our uh, what do they trench? call it? the trench." As like, they're dying, they yeah. put more water all over their pants to make it look like they spilled water instead. <laughs> when, they, when the ambulance finds them, the medics find them. Uh, this brave soldier did not pee his pants. He just spilled a cup of water all over himself. <laughs> it is funny the pouring water on it because you're like, oh, they'll just think I spilled a glass of water. That's better. But yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like you, know, you idiot, you can't hold a glass of water. Because <laughs> like, I have definitely done that where, okay, there's a dime sized dot, but if I just splash water on it, then it's a big splash. So somehow that's better. <laughs> or you could do the thing where you, you sort of. Uh, you create a distraction by shitting your pants mm. so that no one sees or pays attention to like the, the drip. That's smart. Even yourself. I think you're going to be more <laughs> consumed with figuring out how to fix the shit than the piss. There's a lot of scenarios that shitting your pants helps yeah. distract yeah. from the other thing. And you fool everyone because they don't know that you pissed yourself a bit. That's a good point. It is like that. You're totally right, James. It's like Avengers Endgame. Remember when they all show up and Thanos... Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> Thanos shits himself. That's right. To hopefully get some sympathy from the Avengers. Yeah, great performance by Josh Help Bowen. me, Hulk, mostly. Because he's the biggest and I got big belt. Yeah. Can't snap my fingers to get rid of this. Oh, <laughs> uh, Thanos had an accident. I love Thanos in the gang. So I just want to say to the listeners... I don't know why, but if you're for some reason unfamiliar, Aaron Reed is from Vancouver, Canada, and is multi-talented. So basketball, cooking. Yeah, basketball, cooking. Sudoku, whisperer. Ooh. Snooker. Snooker. Um, T-ball. Folding. <laughs> folding uh, clothes at the Gap. At the Gap, yeah. Um, Sniper. Prank, prank calls. Prank calls. I've been known to make a few of those. 
But you make great comedy, stand-up, improv. You make great music oh, on Bandcamp. What's the album called again? Healthy. Healthy, which uh, yeah. I bought. I love yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. I listen you. to it all the time. Psychedelic pop, uh, uh, sort of, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Indie, sort of psychedelic indie pop. Yeah. Um, also a competitive speed skater. Used to do that, but yeah. I was not very good at that. Oh, that's but still, even just so doing big. it is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, his legs are so big. And um, you invented the chicken Big Mac. I did, and it just was drowned in paperwork for forty years. <laughs> <laughs> and art. You designed the El- Evil Men oh, logo, yeah. and, and that's right. You right paint now. and do art all the time, we, and it's really cool. I feel like, not even joking, it gives us a. Genuine leg up that our logo is so cool. Like it, I really think that I, I people scanning so through, I think look that looks cool. If we tried to draw our logo, oh, it'd be would shit. Be, we'd be failures. Yep. <laughs> Aaron, so can I just ask you an interview question? Please, yeah. I'm good with it. Okay, so how how does it feel to be so artsy fartsy? <laughs> it feels okay. It feels good. I like. I only in the past two years have been like. Oh, I think you are an artist, and I'm like, oh, okay, because uh, of like whatever, all that's you know, mm-hmm. uh, imposter, whatever. But it's good. It's just stressful because money. And I make a joke where I'm like, it's fun to do a job where you think you're supposed to create funny ideas, but most of it's just finding money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of jobs is finding the money. So, but. I really like it when when I have like the funds and I can like work on something. It's very beautiful. Did you make decent bucks here in Toronto so far? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you put on that show. Nice. Walked out with some nice. Yeah, we show got some me scratch the money. Got some that, scratch. Eh? Some nice cash roll. And then I love cash. Cash is still king in my opinion. Mm. Queen king. Cash <laughs> is it. It feels weird paying with cash though. You don't know if you're bothering sometimes, the store. Yeah. There. <laughs> sometimes people are. Uh, uh, yeah. You. You could be bothering because they don't have change. They saw it. Oh, we don't take money at this <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we just beep your eyeball? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just tap your watch. It doesn't have to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> just tap a regular your watch. Just, just tap something. <laughs> that would be funny if you faked it. Like, no, no, I, I'm going to pay digitally and you just make the sound yourself. Yeah, like with the your guy watch. From Police Academy. <laughs> and you oversell it. Digitally transferred. <laughs> just saying it. Like I can see your lips saying moving, it to sir. the teenager who works at Freshco. <laughs> Digitally transferred for the craft dinner box. <laughs> yeah. Um, sir, I don't know if I did. Can you hear it? I paid for the craft dinner with my watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know what the real world's like yet. <laughs> I want to see this short of you you talking to this teen at uh, yeah. No Frills. Bullying a, a box of craft Dinner away from Freshco. Um, yeah. So any other... I guess... Did we talk about the shawarma and the bonus that's coming out? Yeah. Damn. I think we so did. We talked about Any other Toronto it. stuff? Uh, I went for a nice walk down that, on that Parkdale Pier. I don't know what it's called. Sunnyside? Yeah, it's right. Or yeah, not Parkdale Pier. Sorry, that's that's a good name though. Uh, Parkdale, yeah. no, the, where the beach, like near where uh, Dundas West ends and turns to Kings something. Oh, and then are the, we on the east end or the? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm no, so, it must be the west. I'm right? at Becky. I'm, I'm at yeah. 
Uh, I'm on <laughs> two Triller Avenue. Put him on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell are I'm you? I'm at man? like Dundas and Queen Street West. Yeah. Does that oh, make no, sense? I know what you're talking about. You cross Dundas the bridge, you go over the highway. Yeah. You go down kind of near where the Boulevard Club is a bit. Yeah. And then you go along the bike path there. You see that Legion that was there? Yes. That's where my wife and I got married. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a big patio on the back. It was a nice sunny day. That was fun. It was a party. We got f- My friend owns a burger restaurant. He barbecued. He had a truck, a <laughs> burger oh, truck. Oh, barbecue. Yeah, yeah, we had burgers. Burgers. Uh, I remember the burgers. It was good. Mm, Barbe- yeah, Woody's. Burgers are good if for a wedding. If you're in Lakeshore, uh, in uh, the Lakeshore area of Toronto slash Etobicoke, go to Woody's uh, Burger Grill. It's really delicious. Do you... I, I live a, in a condo <laughs> on the fourth floor, and there's one floor above me, and uh, I really love barbecuing. Like, it's fun, you know? It's really fun to barbecue, throw something on there. And, like, I have tried it on my balcony, even though we're not supposed to, but I get so stressed that I'm yeah. bothering people. Yeah. It's not worth it because I get, like, my girlfriend <laughs> gets so annoyed because I'm so stressed by the smoke and sure that I'm pissing somebody off. I even know the guy who lives above me. He's super nice. And, he, and he's never said anything. No, but I, I like we don't even do it anymore because I get way too stressed <laughs> Imagining out. Imagining you like uh, grilling a burger and hyperventilating. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. You oh, know no. what, though? The burgers that you cook on a grill <laughs> feel your stress and they taste different. Really? Yeah, they taste like they've been stressed by a man. <laughs> This burger's stressed out. Checking yeah. its balls. James, how are you feeling when you cooked my burger? <laughs> I was really stressed. Yeah, yeah I can tell. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's a good neighborhood, and it's nice and sunny, and it's yeah. finally the first warm day of 2023 Today in was glorious. I, I was went wearing to the a jean jacket here. That's it. Yeah. No shirt. It was nice. The I went down to the this very small dirty part of the beach near a chain link fence so I could smoke cigarettes and draw in the sand because the I ultimate forgot. Toronto experience <laughs> <laughs> nice. but I literally fa- I, tur- I literally because I smoked pot and then turned into a caveman essentially because I grabbed three different sticks one was like a thick one for big chunks in to draw in the sand yeah and one was thin but then three guys came because they wanted to chill there and I was just sitting there smoking a cigarette like working on a, <laughs> a bug and uh, but then they so they sat further away but I'm not really a social person but when I smoke pot sometimes I get re- I get really like I'm gonna go talk to them so then I went to go talk to them and I was like say sorry about that you know like <laughs> it's all good you guys can use it now you know it's a chill that's an elite spot and they're like what and I'm like I just like I'm just smoking cigarettes drawing in the sand over there so and I know it's a great spot it's like you can get over there and uh, I think this guy's a cop kind of engaging with me but one of them was just looking at the ground the whole time and I was like alright have a good day y'all <laughs> what did you draw that is the rest of Canada when they talk about the snobbiness or the whatever of Toronto. Yeah, that is Toronto. It's Montreal a bit must harder be bad, to snobby just be, too. Hmm? Montreal must be snobby too. No, well, it's weird because I'm from Vancouver where no one even talks to each other, even if you're like, Help me, everyone's just like, No. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like jaded in that way, but but I'm kind of like you. I'll take chances. I, I took don't a know chance. if it's a tr- maybe it's not a Toronto thing. Then hopefully not. I think in, it's, I, I think it. we're all a bit. You do know uh, what I'm talking about. It's yeah. a business city. It's a business city. Yeah. If yeah. you're not involved in their business or helping them with their business, they don't get it. Yeah. Although I think in Canadian uh, in Canada, it's like a combination of a polite thing as well, where we. We're polite and passive, but don't really talk to people except in the Maritimes. Yeah. Because when you go to the States, they're more rude, but they're also more direct. But it, it can be ba- good and bad ways. Yeah. Like, you know, they're more comfortable being like, what are you doing there? Yeah. You know? And you're like, huh? 
And at first you're like, hey, oh, but help then it's the old fine. lady on the bus. Exactly. What are you, doing? you would never hear that like here. Being they would chastised, just chastised. Yeah, though. And yeah. You're but like, I don't know you, dude. I'll also- see the old lady. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I'm> re- <laughs> Wait, you see me? Can't see. <laughs> Have a good day, sir. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> hey, vote for whoever you like, but don't vote for that damn Biden guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, vote for whoever you like. We live in freedom. Freedom, you know what I mean? But don't vote for Biden. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I do like that um, assertiveness in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's like, yeah, good and bad to it for sure. Yeah. Um, Well, I I, I could mention a sort of a funny, another body, uh, body... Stuff story. Sometimes I don't know if Evil Man is a podcast or a David Cronenberg movie with all the body horror that happens on it. Well, good point. Toronto guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm in a Twitter DM thread, you know, and Chris and Mike are in it and a couple other friends, you know, uh, Phil and, and Glenn and, and Jackie are in there and shout out to those guys. And, uh, you know, I just sent them a message. Like, I've noticed... Lately, <clears throat> I don't know if my deodorant bar, specifically this particular bar, is defective, <laughs> or I just have worse BO than I used to. It's one or the other. And I put in that DM thread to my, some of my friends. I was like, guys, I don't know what's going on, but I think I got worse BO. You know, I turned 40 and now, now I stink. And every guy in the thread was like, yep. Been there. I mm. noticed that too. And it's like, do you just turn forty and you? No, not about stinking? you, but about ourselves. Yes, yes. About yeah. they've all had all had their own experiences. Like, oh, yep. No. I got. I noticed my bio started getting worse too. And I, it's, l- it's, I lost my job because I stank so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I re- I remember too uh, as a kid, like going to my to the computer room to go visit my dad and like being like, oh man, my dad stinks today. Oh yeah. And now it's like. <laughs> That's us now. Our kids, if we have them, they're going to be smelling us and going, damn, dad stinks. stinks. But I'm coming from it from a different area than you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we found out that we're both using Old Spice. Yeah. So I used Right Guard forever, and now it's... The one I used, I think, is discontinued, maybe, because of the aluminum or something. <laughs> so maybe that's part Stop. of my brain thing that happens. <laughs> but so recently, I never had a problem with my BO or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So recently, Just ass and dick, right? Yeah, just my butthole stinks, <laughs> especially when poo's coming out of it that instant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad to hear. Hey. <laughs> That's the worst time for that to happen. I always <laughs> apologize to the toilet when that's happening. Chris, that's the moment where you need to get some deodorant and as it's coming out of you. <laughs> Swipe some deodorant. Yeah. Ocean breeze. <laughs> oh, God. Tropical Hawaii mist on my poo. This is the grossest episode. I but I, I love it. I think it's great. It's fun. <laughs> for all the big time producers out there and anybody who could maybe fund a project yeah. in the future that like our podcast yeah. for breezing a piece of shit that's coming out of your body <laughs> that would be funny like pss, 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 pss. <laughs> it sounds like something you would do Mike. <laughs> I do lock the bathroom in my apartment even though I live alone and I'm in there <laughs> 
in case a burglar comes in and see, opens the door and you shit. Yeah, yeah, if a burglar comes in, your worst fear is if he embarrassed on the toilet. Just finishing, I'll be right with you. To scold, to kick you the heck out of here. <laughs> Give me a second, just stay by the door. Take whatever you want, just don't look at my bum bum. Um, oh, this is really awkward. Um, could you get a roll of toilet paper from the hallway closet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's two of you. <laughs> I want to say that since oh. I've switched over from to, from right guard, right guard to, to old, to old spice, spice, now I feel. <laughs> I think I smell it. No, now uh, I smell okay, but I feel like my armpits smell now, and they never have before. And I will say, if I take a day off of putting anything on, and I go au natural. I don't smell. So I think there's something connected to fucking Old Spice. Man. Maybe Old Spice's recipes, they're cheaping out on it or something. Yeah. Recipes, <laughs> recipes changed. <laughs> I miss the Old Spice's old Colonel's recipe. <laughs> well, last week at work, <clears throat> I, I was having stress sweat, and uh, I started to smell myself through my shirt, and I had to do mm. an emergency thing. <laughs> I had to do like a... Uh, Sort of uh, makeshift. I had to wash my shirt in the the sink during the day just to have a bit of freshness on my shirt. Whoa! Damn. But but did you were you able to dry it? It dried naturally in the air. Did Did you wear it like kind of wet? No, No, you hung it. Hung it up. Did you have a t shirt on under? (laughs) Yes. Thank God. That would be so funny if you were shirtless at your desk and you thought you were alone or something, and your (laughs) boss comes in like. Hi, Mike. Oh, hi. Um, I just have a stinky shirt. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It would be such a power move to go to work shirtless. (laughs) That would be huge. I think I told the story maybe, maybe not on this podcast, but when I was uh, probably 12 or 10 to 12, I went and saw a movie with like some friends, I think. And for whatever reason, during the movie, I got sick and barfed on myself. (laughs) Oh, no. And I barfed all over my shirt. So I had no option other than to just take my shirt off. And then I felt so embarrassed leaving the theater. Like, I can't. Do you have a jacket or anything? No No way. So, like, a a shirtless kid. No! A shirtless kid just sitting there. What movie did you see? What movie did you see? I don't remember. Orange County. I remember uh, leaving the theater and trying to act like it was normal. And some, like, kind of cute girls being like, what the hell? And I. I have no shirt on. Are you in Orangeville? Maybe. Maybe. Did you show them the barf shirt and just be like, well, it was either that or this? (laughs) Mike, can I tell you something? Uh, That's insane, though. Yeah. I love that. Really? Just a boy leaving shirtless. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was like Waterworld and you were acting like you were swimming in it or something. With a group of people who all have shirts on. Uh, Mike, I have to say, <laughs> I did riff a joke once at the Comedy Bar Cabaret Space like years ago, and it bombed, and it was a gross <laughs> joke, and I don't usually go too gross <clears throat> in my stand-up like I do on this podcast, but it was about getting older now, and when I fart, I spray for breeze on the fart as it's coming out of my butt, <laughs> and it bombed, and guess who was in the audience? Uh... Annie Murphy from Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of know her, and she's super sweet and very nice. And I'm just like, 
that tanked, and now all I think is like the one time um, <laughs> Sweet Annie from Shit's Creek saw me perform. I was saying like, you ever? And I Febreze my farts, and then the audience being like, "Ew, <laughs> fuck!" <laughs> does, he, does he honestly do that? Yeah. Hey, should he we? Went and told like Eugene Levy. Yeah. <laughs> should we book this Chris Locke guy on our show? Uh, he's. I don't know. Yeah, he's gross. <laughs> he Apparently, his farts are really bad. <laughs> yeah, he needs Febreze. I just don't want to deal with that in the. Yeah. All of the stand-ups were telling jokes, but Chris was telling real things about what he does with his farts. <laughs> with his, farts. <laughs> his life is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, how do you find that you smell as the years pass? Yeah, you're so younger than us, though. You're, you're 34. You're, that's young as hell. Oh, enjoy these years. Uh, these scent-free years. Yeah. Uh, I didn't sweat a lot as a kid, and I don't generally sweat too much. But I do feel... I smell a bit of my own smell, but I mm-hmm. kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But not too much. I don't. I wear deodorant most sometimes. Okay. But... I, God, I, you're lucky if you don't need it. A little bit, yeah. I don't. I've never. I haven't had a complaint. See, that's. I feel like I'm more like you. Mm-hmm. I'm fine without deodorant. No, I this, need it. This I think whole I might be. Is fucking me up. I put on deodorant if I have a shower and I want to go all the way with feeling like a clean guy walking yeah. around town. You know. <laughs> uh, but recently, my legs have been sweating in my sleeve. <laughs> Just my legs. I guess the sleeve that. of your pants. This. <laughs> the wait, what? In your sleep. Oh, oh, in your sleeve? In I thought you said in your sleeve. No, 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 no. This, <laughs> okay. I'm going to put my jacket on my legs. legs. <laughs> you call pant legs sleeves? Yeah, you did the shirtless thing. I take off my pants and put my jacket on my legs. <laughs> It'd be so funny if James left a movie theater with no shirt on and you left with his shirt as your pants. <laughs> but I also have a shirt. Two new guys went into the theater and just found one shirt and one pair of pants. <laughs> like aliens that just got to Earth and materialized in a theater. Can I ask as well? Sorry to, in- to interrupt your story. Sorry, yeah. James, did you walk... Or wait, like, did you, how'd you get home without a shirt? I think someone, maybe like my sister was picking me up or something like that. <laughs> something like that. So you had a puke-filled shirt. I, th- I probably, I don't did know Did you throw it out? I must have, I must have. I can't see myself carrying it. <laughs> well, I threw out like, sharded in underwear once yeah, and then went back to a party. <laughs> Commando. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I've the told best that story. before. Yeah, it's the funniest story of all time. But that's I mean, similar. You're tell just it again. You just like never get the theater enough. like that was a good film. <laughs> like, I, white I, body. I, I think I had. I think I had a backpack too. <laughs> <laughs> I like an Australian. Yeah. <laughs> I had some sort of backpacker in the Sahara Desert. I I vividly remember walking out trying to act like it's totally normal that I was shirtless and almost accidentally walking into these girls and then being like, what? Uh, I remember one time when I was in Victoria, an island in Vancouver, we went to a fish and chips restaurant. And I had a bunch of Diet Cokes. Yes. And then we had to walk back to the hotel, but I had broken my leg that year. So I was on crutches, but halfway through the walk, I really needed to piss real hard. And so I had to like speed crutch, which was like really painful. And then we got back to the hotel, and in the lobby, I tripped and on impact pissed myself. Damn. And I had a cast from my hip to my toes, so I couldn't really like get up. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible! We have a pissing man down. Yeah, it was a kind of a nice hotel because my oh. yeah my grandparents spent some money on that for their vacation. So 
It was very embarrassing. That must have Did felt... someone change your pants for you in the hotel lobby? <laughs> no, I went upstairs. Well, no, I went to the washroom, finished pissing. I didn't do the full <laughs> pants. Wow, oh. you could freeze. You could stop your piss. Well, I was like eleven years old. Oh. Yeah. So I and so very strong. And then I proceeded for the rest because we were all staying in one hotel room together. Proceeded for the rest of the trip to put my pissed jeans in a plastic bag and just put it back in my luggage <laughs> and not tell anyone about oh. it. <clears throat> That's sad. If that yeah. happened to me, I would ask for a priest and last rites. <laughs> and I would ask to be euthanized on the spot <laughs> as I lay in a cast in yeah. my own piss. You know what happened to me? Did I ever tell you the shopper's drug fart story? No, please do. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on. This is shopper's a new segment. <laughs> I love this episode. Here's a new segment called Chris's Shopper's Drug Mart Fart Story. So sometimes... Well, I just want... Because before we say this story, I love this episode so much because we started talking about crazy jerking off doctors and then at one point the listeners couldn't see but we were all just smelling ourselves. <laughs> and we were like showing each other how we stand when we have pee boners. It's just like red... It's like a smart guy's version of red green what we're doing. This Someone's episode. like, I just wanted to hear about Jeff Galuli. <laughs> This body horror. This is going to get a zero stars on uh, Apple. <laughs> well, well tell fart? us this drug fart story and then we can... It's. I never told this one on here. Well, <laughs> when I was really little, I used to have a problem if I laughed too hard. Because as you see, <laughs> I love to laugh with my friends. But if I laughed too hard, I would pee my pants. We're yeah. talking really young. Yeah. I thought I was out of it for a year or so. Grade three comes around. You're never out of it. And do you remember everybody <laughs> had those Shoppers Drug Mart pencil crayons? Did you guys ever have those? I Anyways. had Crayola ones. Okay. Lucky. Big time. No, no, no. Pencil crayons. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, pencil crayons. So then anyways, we're sitting in class drawing something in grade three, third grade for the Americans. And my friend Danny uh, holds up a Shoppers Drug Mart pencil crayon and just looks at me and goes, Shoppers Drug Fart, <laughs> and then I laugh my ass off. I can't stop laughing. Fully piss my pants in grade three. Oh no! Then I go. Danny gets in trouble too. He has to walk me to the office to tell the the. <laughs> that his joke was so good. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happened. I had to tell the secretary like I gotta call home and get dry pants because I peed my pants. But she's like, what happened? And then literally, I'm standing there with fully soaked pee pants, laughing, going, he said, he said, he said. And I'm like laughing like shoppers drug fart. And I'm like laughing at the secretary. And she's just like, this guy's fucking insane. But yeah, so anyways... That's pretty bad. Yeah. And there were like girls I had a crush yeah. on in the class. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, I got sent to the office with pee pants. Shopper's drug fart. It's not even that funny. Beep beep. <laughs> Before we get to our evil man, we want to let everybody know we do have a Patreon account. If you go to patreon.com slash evil men and you sign up for just a few dollars a month, you get at least two bonus episodes a month. Which are hilarious, and we've recorded one with Aaron Reed that's going to be on there. But we talked about quitting smoking and a bunch of other good that's stuff. Really good. good, and you also get to join our Discord where we're chatting with everybody. 
And uh, because the the Patreon's going well, Mike and Chris and I were like, we should, maybe we should start trying to do more a month. So we're we're working on it a lot. And if you check it out, that would be amazing. Thank you to everyone who's on it. And if you can't join our Patreon, you can write us and review us. And if you can't write us and review us or join the Patreon, please sign up and join the Armed Forces. <laughs> <laughs> They're desperately in need. Beep, beep. <laughs> Beep, beep. <laughs> Aaron, you kind of picked a guy from a list of yeah. a few options. I'm very excited. And uh, who did you pick? Oh, yeah. What's his name? <laughs> I guess I should have just said it. Jeff Galuli. Jeff Galuli, right. Yeah. It's the, Jeff Galuli. The ex-husband of America's sweetheart, Tanya Harding. Yes. Oh, yeah. And this was suggested also on the Discord, so what shout a, out to them. It's a fun name to say. Galuli. Do you know what Jeff I mean? Jeff Galuli. Can yeah. I just say something? Getting older. It is. I've I've noticed that I get a pain in my knee sometimes, either <laughs> when I think it's gonna rain or when I think of Tanya Harding. <laughs> Did have you guys Especially the anniversary? Yeah. It's oh, aching. Oh, it's aching. Have Happy you guys seen uh, <laughs> have you guys seen I Tanya? Oh yeah, I, I that was haven't. great. Huh? Oh, I it was really it. good. I comma haven't. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> well, it's a good movie. Um, so let's get right into Tanya it. Tanya Harding. Wish I could meet Tanya Softing. <laughs> uh, the. the uh... <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> the a lot of the info I got is basically from the movie because let's be honest. Probably none of us actually care about, you know, what high school Jeff Galuli went to. It's really this one, his relationship to Tanya that is kind of interesting, I So would did say. you watch it for this episode? No, I happen to have already seen it. I've heard it's great. It's really I good. I do want to see it. So uh, Jeff Galuli was a, a mustached man who worked in distribution at the Oregon Liquor Control Commission. Okay. Uh, have you seen pictures of Jeff? He's got a very norm core. Yes. Um, so in 1986, Jeff started dating a young woman named Tanya Harding. Uh, she was 15 and he was 18. Bit borderline. A bit yeah. borderline. Borderline. Uh, and in 1990, they got married at the ages of 22 and 19. So, Tanya Harding, uh, she had 19 a is a good age to marry. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Just That's the most odds that you won't get divorced. Close that door right away. Well, yeah. you've experienced everything that can happen during your teen years. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to... <laughs> it's time to get Settle ready down. to die. <laughs> Settle down with, yeah. with a slightly younger teen. <laughs> uh, so uh, Tanya had a tough upbringing. Her dad left and her mom was abusive. Um, she also... Uh, accused Jeff of being abusive and controlling, mm-hmm. which for the record, he denied being abusive, but she said he was. She said he did stuff like slam her hand in a car door kind of thing. I believe victims. Is um, that the expression? I believe Tanya. Yeah. I believe, I believe Tanya. Tanya. Mm-hmm. IBT. I believe Tanya. Uh, despite the tough situation for Tanya, she was one of the best young figure skaters in the damn United States. But... She didn't get a lot of recognition because judges perceived her as white trash. That's they really show fair. that in the movie. That's yeah. not fair. Because she would do her routines. She didn't have enough money for like sequin beautiful routines. So she'd have like shredded like 
like Motley Crue stuff and would do routines to like she danced to ZZ Top to ZZ Top yeah yeah, yeah. that's kind of awesome oh yeah. it's sick when you watch it and she's doing like she's doing like eighty spins triple axles all that shit yeah uh, and Jeff apparently helped her with her costumes Jeff Goldblum uh, possibly <laughs> but I I don't know for sure but Jeff Galuli definitely did oh yeah Jeff Galuli <laughs> so uh yeah I Tanya helps show this that like she's a really good figure skater but you know perceived as trashy. So she's really overlooked until she managed to do two triple axle jumps in a competition. And she was the first female American figure skater to do this. Mm-hmm. And so that changed it for her. At that point, she accomplished this impossible feat. Everyone's like, well, we got to admit she's fucking good. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Um, so Jeff's sort of more abusive and controlling. Tanya left him for a bit to focus on skating. Um, but they do reconcile, and um, in the movie, at least, Tanya felt that her skating got worse when she was with Jeff, but she still got back with him. Anyway, 1992, Tanya made the fucking Olympics for the USA, uh, figure skating, and uh, unfortunately, in the Olympics, she failed to stick her landings and finished fourth behind Nancy Kerrigan, another American female skater. Um, Who didn't get judged as harshly by the judges, right? I bet. No. no, I think she was seen as like like as an American princess type of like yeah. all American girl. Yes. As opposed to Tanya Harding, who was yeah, seen as like trash. Yes. And, yeah. Um now apparently during uh, for these ninety two Olympics, like Tanya was drinking a lot, which some people thought wasn't helping uh, her poor performance. So that's the worst time to finish fourth in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Just miss a medal. Yeah. What the hell? <clears throat> so after that disappointment, Jeff and Tanya's relationship gets really bad. They divorce. She files a restraining order. In the movie, Jeff drunkenly pulled a gun on her, but I'm not 100% sure that's true. <laughs> I did look it up, but it's hard did to tell. Did a lion roar at the beginning of their relationship as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of the movie, a lion roared at the beginning. And there was also a preview for Avengers 2. Yeah. Um, so... um. If you remember, the Olympics are every four years, obviously, but they changed up the Winter Olympic yeah, cycle because they were, uh, yeah, they wanted yeah. To. So they went from so they went from ninety two to ninety four, okay, and then they started going on that cycle, and so Tanya was kind of like, "Fuck this! I finished fourth. Everything sucks. I give up," and uh, was waitressing, uh, but then she found out, no, the the next Olympics are only two years away. So she got back on the horse. Mm -hmm. And she hadn't gotten, after she had been the first skater to do two, what did you say, triple axles? Uh, I think so. She didn't get like sponsorship deals or like people to sort of pay for her training and stuff? Doesn't seem like she was doing well financially. Yeah, because she trained at the mall when she was training for the Olympics, Tanya Hardington, at the... the, uh, Like a regular... A regular rink, yeah. Where other people... Like having a social Sometimes, skate. yeah. Holy shit. Hmm. That's wild. Good but for her. if you're an Olympic skating champion, you would stand to make like well over a million dollars in appearance fees and endorsements. So she's back with Jeff now. And Jeff and his buddies were like... You know what you're doing bad when you're back with Jeff? Yes. So they're like, <laughs> fuck. If Tanya wins fucking gold. We're getting a million bucks here, guys. Like... We got to, like, fucking make sure Tanya fucking wins. <laughs> now, this brings us to something 
uh, we'll call the incident. Right. Also known as the whack heard round the world. <laughs> right. Wackergate. I, I did see it referred to as that. Have you oh, seen really? it referred as Wackergate? Um, I think I, I saw something about Wackergate, but that was about a... Memageddon? <laughs> that was about a, a compulsive masturbating. Whacking his back? Whacking and in his a major bone-breaking yeah. way. Leading NBC back News tonight, Whacking is back. Tom <laughs> broke off. Um, <laughs> so there are many different accounts of how the incident play out played out but this uh this is again what they did in the movie and this is seems to be the uh, most accurate of of what probably happened so um it's 1993 blue jays world series year and at the northwest uh, northwestern regional championships in portland oregon a cop comes to tell tanya and jeff that somebody called in a death threat against tanya saying she'll get quote a bullet in the back if she competes in the back I know. It's cowardly. Have the fucking balls to do it in my face. Yeah, shoot me in the face, you fucking idiot. So, <laughs> in retaliation to this, yeah. Jeff and his buddy called Sean Eckhart decided to retaliate and defend Tanya. They decide that they're going to send phony death, uh, death threats to Tanya's competition to scare them. Now, this isn't proven, but it's implied it's 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 in the movie and it's a theory that jeff called the death threat to tanya uh as part of a master plan right so like yeah the theory is to justify his strike exactly the theory is yeah jeff oh babe someone's got a death threat against you babe we got to go beat up nancy kerrigan like that's the yeah. idea and that's true love <clears throat> yeah like how some people think 9-11 was an inside job as an excuse to you know, go to hit over. Iraq with, uh, with a pipe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to knee Iraq. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jeff Galuli and Sean Eckhart, they start drumming up this fucking plan. They're on me of Bebop and Rocksteady from Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, they are amusingly dumb. Uh, Sean recruited two of his pals, guys named Derek Smith and Shane Stant, and. Um, Apparently, these guys are just utter dopes. Uh, anyway, he, Sean Eckhart is like, you know, tells these dudes to go to Massachusetts where Nancy Kerrigan trains and try to scare her. Um, so wait, how do they settle on Nancy Kerrigan? Was she, was she the main com- I think competitor? she was the main American competitor. Yeah, right, you right, know right. how you said they switched from 92 to 94? Sorry, I may have missed it, but did Nancy, I know Tawny came in fourth. Nancy was ahead of her in 92. Yeah. Right. I, I didn't actually see... So that's why so she the, was the threat. She's the target, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, um, in 93, Jeff sat around the table just after Christmas and hatched this plan. Jeff Galuli offered $6,500 to each of the three hitmen, Derek Smith, Shane Stant, and Sean Eckhart. Um, they, came, they tried to come up with, like, what's a good plan to... You know, get her or whatever. At one point, they discussed staging a car crash to maim Kerrigan, but eventually opted for a classic knee whacking. Yeah, but if they're sitting there brainstorming forever, how does it come down to like the actual figure skater we want to win should be a criminal (laughs) in front of all of the world? I know. How did they. 
Was that an accident or something? Was was what an accident? Like what and what Tanya ended up doing? Yeah. Was was it an accident how it played out like that? Like why that, is that, that, that the master plan? To 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 well, I think it was maybe to injure Nancy so she couldn't compete. No, I knew that, but yeah. didn't Tanya do it? No. Oh, I always thought Tanya did it. No, no, these guys did it. Jeff orchestrated. Oh. Now, Tanya Were they wearing masks? Uh, I don't even know, honestly. Tanya, yeah, they were really sloppy. Yeah. Tanya was aware they though. were like hitting her knee and eating like cheeseburgers at the same time well they were they were paying for everything with visa yes and they had huge records for everything like when they flew into massachusetts they have all their hotel records yeah oh like my. they they were idiots like they didn't hide anything it's so you know easy what? to all prove this, all these years <laughs> like 20 maybe more how much 30 almost years yeah i've thought that it was actually Tanya Harding that did it. <laughs> no, no, it was her shitty Jeff Galuli and his henchmen. Okay, well, I'm glad it wasn't her. No, she, apparently she was aware of it though. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, yeah, her Jeff life was ruined after that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, Appara- I do this to them every time. <laughs> 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 apparently, uh, Jeff did try to call off the plan, but Sean Eckhart was like, "Nah, man, we're in too deep to call it off. We're in too deep. I already bought a piece of metal." <laughs> 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 yeah, my my brain is already thinking this one way. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. I can't switch it around. <laughs> it's either death or we do the plan. <laughs> you told me. This, oh, sorry. You know what I want to say? This reminds me of. I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter or whatever. Twitter's like my whole fucking life force, basically information. But this guy was arrested for murder recently. And it shows him. Did you hear about this? Googling the googling. He googled every aspect of this I of his did murder. See that it's like, it's like so. At four a.m., you googled how to dismember a body. <laughs> yeah. At four ten, you googled how to dispose Just of my dead wife. Melt a body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you could deny it. He after googled that. what store has rope saws and guns. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> there must be. You some ordered <laughs> how to murder my wife on Amazon, the book. <laughs> there must be some part of you being like, "No, I can make a lie about this." But the more searches they said, you can yeah. see in his face. He's like, "Oh fuck!" I wish I knew the case. You could search it out, but it's that's what these bozos remind me of with their uh, mm. paper trail. Um. So yeah, um, Shane, one of the henchmen, he finds Nancy in Detroit at a rink. Spots her in a hallway. He takes out a retractable baton and whacks her knee. That is, you know, now that we've gotten to this point in the story, for real, and it's really fucking frightening. It, it, it's you, freaky. It's because that's a sick ass demented mind. Do you, do you guys remember? That can do that to an innocent. It's very person violent. Like that. Aaron might have been slightly too young, but at that time, this was a huge story. Like it was I like remember. almost OJ level. Maybe not quite, but it was I big. It up and thought, I think it's because. An SNL. Back then, I got all she my news from S- SNL yeah. sketches, <laughs> and she hosted it. Tanya, uh, Nancy. Oh yeah, and so oh whoa. Isn't I think an SNL sketch did like Tanya was the one that whacked it. Ah uh, yeah. So I think like as a probably kid, Victoria Jackson probably played her. Probably. <laughs> yeah yeah. Totally. Yeah, she's cool. What were you gonna say? Aaron? Did we cu- I cut you off? No 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 no. Okay, so <laughs> this they they uh, this is pretty funny. So like yeah, like I said, the hitmen were idiots. So the dude whacks Nancy in the knee, and he tries to run away, but the doors are locked. 
so he doesn't know what to do. So there's like a glass window, and he smashes his head through it. <laughs> he doesn't even use the thing he smashed her knee with. No. He doesn't he use the retractable baton. No. Did he pass out from smashing a door with no, his he, head? He smashed. There was a window, a window or glass, and he smashed his head through, and he got away. Wow. Um, I wish I had something else other than my head to smash <laughs> this window. Oh, no right time now. to think. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. Yeah, it's like he can't change his mind every time he gets in one direction. (laughs) Nope, gotta be the head. Um, God damn. And like Aaron said, the guy charged all like expenses related to this uh, uh, assault. He charged it all to his credit card, (laughs) and he also forgot his credit card like (laughs) when he actually traveled there, and he got his girlfriend (laughs) to mail his credit card to him so he could rent a car. <laughs> it's even bad if you're not like a hitman, uh, even if you're just a guy on a vacation. In, uh, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> a half an hour after you hit Nancy Kerrigan's knee with a baton and then smashed the window with your head, you went to Walmart and bought head band-aids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aspirin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You got a shirt mm. made that said, I uh, whacked Nancy Kerrigan in the knee. <laughs> For real, it was me. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, yeah, and apparently he was moving his car every 30 minutes to seem less suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less. That guy keeps moving around the parking lot down there. Let's call the cops on him. There's a guy whose head is bleeding who keeps yeah, moving his car. I think he needs help. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that? Like a just a bystander seeing like this terrible maiming of Nancy Kerrigan, and then a guy going like Aah! with his head to the window <laughs> to get out. I'm pretty horrifying. sure in the movie they they did show that in a pretty funny way. Not the assault, but like his <laughs> him trying to escape like yeah. an absolute idiot. Oh my god. <clears throat> um. So yeah, they assaulted Nancy Kerrigan, and uh, but like Tanya after this still qualified for the. 94 Olympics, because like, they hadn't proved it right, yet. Right, right. They didn't know who that guy was. Yeah. They but, didn't know what his stake in <clears throat> it was. <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah. But the... Um, you got a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got an idea. <laughs> I love that it's after Christmas dinner. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired from turkey. Yeah, I'm tired. Wait, don't go to bed. We got to fix this. Here's the this. plan. I made a diagram of the building. So... We have to make sure the doors are locked. You hit her in the knee. Then you smash the window with your head and you yeah. run away. <laughs> Head's great. No fingerprints. Yeah. Dun, Just headprints. Dun, 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 dun. The Mission Impossible yeah. music plays. And here's the best part. I'm going to charge this all on my credit card. <laughs> the perfect crime. Oh, I just need my girlfriend to mail it to me. Yeah, that's how I we'll forgot get. my credit card. I can't buy batons. Honey, I forgot my credit card. <laughs> but, um, Tanya was weirdly like kind of cocky, though, still at this point, and told mm-hmm. reporters that like Nancy was her competition and she's going to whip Nancy's butt. At the oh, Olympics, yeah. but her <clears throat> knee has already been whipped. Yeah, and I, and Nancy at this point, I guess she recovered and was fine. Like she competed in the Olympics. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't like know. her yeah. knee wasn't broken. Right? No, it no. Was like, I think she just hurt her knee. He used most of his energy to get through that window. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just really quickly. The window did not compete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1994, in the Washington Post, just a little thing I read. 
This is from the, the Washington Post in 1994. A columnist wrote, Tanya does not look like an ice princess. She looks more like some small cornered animal. Her hair is inexpertly bleached. Her costumes oh, yeah. have the fireside touch. She says gross things. When her beautiful nemesis, Nancy oh, Kerrigan, with her high cheekbones and her swan-like bearing, was bludgeoned in the knee, Tanya did not make the ritual murmurs of good sportsmanship. She said, quote, I'm going to whip her butt. No crocodile tears for the person who could stand between her and $10 million if she won gold at Lillehammer, Norway. That is a weird th- reaction to not be like, at least play along and be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. It's. But, I think she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe didn't think this thing through. Uh, so, unfortunately for Jeff and Tanya, that guy, Sean Eckhart, blabbed about it all to people. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, the district attorney... Uh, told ESPN that that guy Sean Eckhart, quote, couldn't stop bragging to everybody that he had planned the attack. And one guy he bragged to just told the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) That... You know, yeah. I didn't tell you not to tell anyone, but like, it's (laughs) implied. (laughs) You didn't Um, say anything. So Tanya... While Jeff and Sean and all those henchmen are getting arrested and looked into by the FBI, Tanya's still competing. So Jeff is just a conspirator. He was like the orchestrator, and he yeah. kind of worked with dumb, really dumb guys. And at this point, no, but I'm saying like, for what could he get arrested right, for? Right. Yeah. 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 And at this point, the word is out. Everyone knows that Tanya's connected to this yes, attack, basically, yes. and she's still competing. There's press wi- all her around jeans. her home. <laughs> yeah, press. So yeah, <laughs> she was the first person to. Compete in the Olympics in jeans. Tanya claims she knew nothing about the attack, but Jeff and the other guys were like, oh, yeah, she did. So um, We were all there. Christmas dinner. We had a beautiful Christmas dinner. <laughs> we had a beautiful turkey. We just blew out the candles. Tanya, the attack. And, Tanya and Nancy is a Christmas story. Oh <laughs> yeah. So... They're, they compete in the Olympics with when all this Santa going on. When Santa comes down the chimney, we should smack him in the knee with a baton. <laughs> or our head. <laughs> with our head. You know what? That's just how Sean leaves the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many head marks in the wall by the door. <laughs> so it's the Olympics, and Tanya and Nancy are both competing with this crazy story already having happened that everyone knows she's connected to. Awkward. Obviously, yes. everybody wanted that vibe. Everybody wanted to see Nancy win because, like, poor her. And um, Tanya in the competition, uh, she had like a broken shoelace, and you could actually mm-hmm. watch it online. It's sad. She was hurting her feet, and she couldn't lace up her boots, and she's like crying, and she just kind of bombs out in yeah. the uh, in the Olympics. Um, so she finished. She can't tie up her skate. There was something wrong with her skate, and it just ruined her thing. It ruined her <laughs> presentation. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta have good skates for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did I buy these shitty skates? God, these I should have sprang for the good laces. Played again, sports power <laughs> skates. Yeah, <laughs> that was all part of it. Like, we'll take out Nancy Kerrigan, then you'll make it to the Olympics. But here's the clincher with bad skates. <laughs> yeah. Don't get them um, sharpened. So, <laughs> so Tanya finished eighth, but and Nancy finished second. How those judge were, judges must have really been trying to yeah. do a thing, not giving her first. Hey, yeah, 
Because come on, I where, think it was. Yeah, where were those Olympics? Uh, Lillehammer, Norway. Lillehammer. Okay. What they who <clears throat> finished eighth? Tanya. But why do you think they wanted to screw Nancy at that point? I'm just saying Nancy. Why didn't they want a feel good story at that point? I, I'm just saying Nancy finished oh, second right, instead it's not of American first. Judges. Yeah, and I yeah. could almost see judges being like, "There's an expectation. Yeah. We'll give her gold, yeah. but we're not going to." Uh, you're totally right. I mean, I didn't watch uh, the no, performances. No, I, I see could what be you're wrong. Saying, uh, probably for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, fucking Olympic. Anyway, judges. so wrapping Fuck. it up. Uh, yeah, Tanya goes to trial after the Olympics, um, and as a result, executed. Uh, she's sentenced to three years probation, yeah, a big fine, and 500 hours community service. She and she was banned from U.S. Figure Skating Association for life, which Shit. was devastating for Makes her. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, Jeff was sentenced to 18 months in prison. What about Sean? But he served eight. I actually didn't write that down, but they must have had something. Can I ask you something? And maybe and, th- and just last thing, Tanya oh, has cut off contact with Jeff. So that's really it for Jeff Galuli. I mean, and, why at this point? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> may as well stick cool together. Guy. But it, if you want to sort of see a fun, oh, you know, dramatization of the story, Itanya was really good. Who I plays Jeff Galuli in the movie? Because I know it's Margot Robbie plays. Yes, I don't I know the guy's Harding? name yeah. to be honest, uh, but he's good. Can Orm, I ask you guys Orm something? I'm Harding, uh, Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. She's really good. Sebastian Stan is... Uh, oh, he played oh, yeah. uh, Tommy Lee in the Pam and Tommy oh, okay. TV show. Well, yeah. there you go. And he's uh, the uh, Winter Soldier from the Avengers. Oh, bloody hell. So also, what I want to say is... He's playing Alf in the Did Tony Harding also make a porn? <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. She was a boxer. She became a boxer. Because oh, everybody I who know. got... No, I don't think she did. I'm looking it up. Or Mike, uh, can you look it up? Confused, the guy who got his penis cut off made a porn. Yeah, I know that. Uh, oh, okay. It seemed like everyone John Wayne who got in trouble in the yeah. 90s made a porn. Yeah. Yeah, John Wayne Bobbitt. John Wayne that Bobbitt. That was a big story. And, re- and once you actually look at the documentary, it's a bad story. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, the 90s was all about OJ, Tanya Harding, and Nancy Kerrigan, and John Wayne Bobbitt. And John Wayne Bobbitt, yeah. He's a real piece of shit. And the little girl. Who was murdered by probably uh, her yeah, brother? And an, uh, oh. yeah, there the was a sex tape. Colorado girl. Oh, there See? was. There was oh, a sorry, Chris. Chris. Sex Damn, tape. yo, your knowledge yo. of that shit is really good. <laughs> your sex tape knowledge is nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Like honestly, man, you're on another level with dude. These you know sex, sex tapes? Knowledge. I don't even <laughs> don't even have heard of. <laughs> Told y'all there was a sex thing. <laughs> I have some info here. Okay. Following the famous incident, Harding added a brand new element of scandal to her life and released a sex tape with her new. Or with her now ex-husband, Jeff Galuli. Um, reportedly, what? she sold the tape to Penthouse for $400,000. Oh, well, there you go. Then she Thanks for finding that. I can't believe I didn't see that. She uh, tried to be a professional wrestling manager. Then she formed a band called the Golden Blades, who were booed off stage at their only performance in Portland in 1995. Aww. Um, well... Uh, Aaron has to go, so yeah. I think we should rapid fire uh, Evilometer the sucker. Yes, uh, Mike, could you introduce Evilometer? And here it comes, the Evilometer bot, and it's got a retractable truncheon, and it, it's dressed like total trash with a ripped up <laughs> cyber tee, oh, oh. and it's also got um, uh, its face has uh, o- o- motor oil on it. Oh. Anyway. Evilometer. Rapid fire. Aaron, what do you give Jeff Galuli? Out of 10, 10 being most evil, zero being least evil. I'm going to give him a nine. I think he's a piece of shit. I think he orchestrated a lot of it. He hurt Nancy, and I really like Nancy, even though she did participate in the crime. I'm going to go nine. You mean Tanya? Tanya. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to go nine. 9.2. Okay. Nice. 
I'm going three for the exact same reasons that Aaron said. <laughs> I'm going 2.8 for the exact same reasons Whoa. Aaron said. For Holy. the exact same reasons that Aaron said, I'm giving Jeff Galuli five. <laughs> yeah, abusing Tanya, F that. But then they still made a sex tape together, so it might have been... Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Hey, you cool if I do this? <laughs> yeah, it's been enough time. <laughs> we, I guess we'll wa- have but to watch But sometimes when someone's so dumb, you can't give them a high score, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they're like, That's it's like true. they're a creature that couldn't help themselves. <laughs> uh, well. No offense, Jeff. Aaron, thank you so much. Where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Instagram at cleardogfood. I usually just do drawings there. Or I'm on Twitter sometimes. But mostly Instagram and uh, Twitter is fr- at Freddie Keurig. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything big coming out? Because this is going out thir- this Thursday. Uh, no. Anyone for anyone, anything for anyone in Vancouver? Oh, if you're in Vancouver, check out the Sunday oh, service. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like the, the most amazing comedy show probably yeah. in Canada. It's every Sunday at yeah. nine at the Fox, or at eight at the Fox Cabaret. If you're in Vancouver, go check it out. It's every the Sunday. Funniest improvisers. Shout out Caitlin Howden. Shout out Caitlin Howden. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, the funniest improvisers in Vancouver, in Canada, completely. It's the best show ever. It's so good. Oh, thank you. Um, there's got to be something else. I think just end the. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. It's All right, everybody. Podcast. That what? Oh, sorry. Such a good podcast. Thanks, I'm a fan. I love it. Well, thanks for designing the logo, <laughs> and coming on. That was another great episode of. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.